The following podcast is a program segment from the Midday Moments program with Gary Duncan. Join Gary for two hours of sacred music, along with moments of faith, family, and fun. Listen to AM 850 in St. Louis, or on the live stream at kfuo.org. Christ for you, anytime, anywhere, KFUO Radio. AM 850, KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, wherever you get your podcasts. Search out the KFUO Talk programs by searching out KFUO radio good afternoon this is the midday moments program i'm gary duncan your host and it's time now for our moment in creation with pastor warren worth of good shepherd lutheran church in arnold hi pastor worth hello how are you doing gary i'm doing well now you sent me some information and it's pretty interesting it's on animals and their super senses yes today when i was looking at the answers in genesis website they have on their homepage. A new article that looks really interesting is called Six Senses in Animals. You can find it at AnswersInGenesis.org, and it's really interesting because, you know, we God has given us five senses, mm-hmm. sight, taste, touch, smell, and hearing, and what a blessing that is so we can experience our world in so many ways. But God has given some animals even other senses besides that that they use so that they can survive and thrive in the habitats in which God has placed them. For example, uh, motion sensors. Did you know that spiders can sense very, very tiny pressure in their exoskeleton? They have things called slit sensilla, and those specialized organs are able to sense very, very minute changes in pressure. So if they're, while it's sitting in its web, it can sense the slightest motion if, if one of the strands gets moved, and it's so sensitive it can figure out the creature's size or weight if something has come into its web, or it can detect if it's only the passing breeze that made that movement happen. So uh, there is such a thing as spidey sense. Ha-ha for you Spider-Man friends out there. Um, Sonic sensors, of course, we're all familiar with bats and how God has given them the ability to have echolocation. So they can fly in the dark because they emit these uh, high-frequency sounds that bounce off other things in the atmosphere all around them. They can detect food to eat. They can avoid bumping into things like walls and tree branches and things like that. So again, this echolocation system that God has given bats enables them to fly in the dark and find their food at night. Then there's magnetic sensors as well. And that's an amazing thing too. And if you've heard of homing pigeons, we still don't really completely understand how they're able to find their way back to the same place uh, that is home for them, even if you release them far, far, far away. The scientists believe that it has to do with uh, sensors in their beak that are able to respond to the Earth's magnetic field and produce kind of a three-dimensional map that they're able to follow. And it's an amazing feature that uh, creatures like the homing pigeon are able to use. And then there's electricity sensors, sharks seem to be among the best that have electricity sensors. When they're swimming in the water, they're able to detect fish, because when a fish moves, its brain sends out a tiny nerve impulse to the muscles to contract. Those impulses create an electric field that extends into the water and can be detected, and the sharks are able to detect them with special uh, organs that God has given them, and it enables them to find their prey in the water. And then, of course, there are heat sensors, and some snakes, for those of you who like snakes, uh, pit vipers and some pythons and boas also have these specialized infrared detectors called pit organs 
that enables them to see infrared radiation. And so at night, any warm-blooded animal moving by is going to put out a heat wave that they're able to detect, and the snakes can therefore respond to that heat. And then when we look at all of these and the many other creatures that God has made, we realize this couldn't just happen by chance. Right. This is not the product of millions and billions of years of evolution. Have evolutionists tried to explain these things? Oh, they, they come up with all kinds of just-so stories that really don't make any sense at all. It's clear uh, there's such a thing. Uh, it's it's uh, irreducible complexity. You have to have all the parts in the right place at the same time for the thing to work. So this couldn't happen incrementally over millions and billions of years with little bitty changes here and little bitty changes there. All the pieces have to fit. So your brain and those organs have to already be in place and already be able to detect the information that's coming in and transmit it to the brain, which has to be able to interpret it, and so on and so forth. There's just all the pieces have to be there is clearly the product of an intelligent designer, not something that happened by random chance. So when we get back to the Bible, that's, of course, what we see. God created everything. In the beginning, in the six days of creation, as recorded in Genesis chapter 1, God made every kind of living creature. That really is what makes the most sense when we see that everything was created by God. God created every living thing to reproduce after its own kind. And we as Christians realize that really is the best explanation when we look at the world around us. Plus, we see that the world has fallen into sin. Mankind's fallen into sin also has affected creation, so that now there's predator and prey. Uh, There's death and suffering that were not there in that creation that God created in the beginning without any sin. And as a result of sin, uh, you know, there is suffering throughout the, the world in all kinds of living things, not just in human beings. And yet, Romans chapter 8 says, all creation groans, longing for that day when the sons of God will be revealed. That is, the day of the resurrection, the day of the restoration of all things, the new heavens and the new earth, the home of righteousness when Christ comes again. Then there will be no more sin, there will be no more pain or suffering or death, and uh, the Bible pictures that as the lamb being able to lie down with the lion without any harm. And what a wonderful picture that is of the peaceable kingdom that you and I as Christians look forward to, because Jesus, the Son of God, who is not only our Creator, is also our Redeemer, who has saved us from the consequences of our sin and saved us from death so we can have eternal life with God. What a wonderful thing that is, better and more amazing than all these wonderful super senses that we see in God's creatures. Right. Can you lead us in a prayer as we wrap up this segment? I would be happy to. Let us pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we praise you for all the wonders of your creation the five senses that you've given us, and these extra senses that you've given to some of your other creatures. We praise you because we see your wisdom and power displayed therein. But especially we praise you for your grace that has come to us in your Son, Jesus Christ, our Creator and our Redeemer, who by his suffering, death, and resurrection has ransomed us from the consequences of our sin so that we can look forward to the new heavens and the new earth, the home of righteousness. Strengthen us in our faith in him and help us to look forward to that day when death shall be no more. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Worth. My pleasure. That's Pastor Warren Worth of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church, Arnold, and we are the messenger of good news worldwide at kfuo.org.